Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> do math at circuit parties in the middle of pandemic are trash. 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 who listened to it the teddy bear trash, trash. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, and those of the nine, not, my God, non-binary royalty family, welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Slaughter, also known as Logan Hardcore, when I look like I do in the cover photo for this podcast. Oh, girls, well, let's just do it now. Let's look at our ratings, see where we are a week later after we've been Reddit trolled. We are still at a 4.5, but we have 105 ratings, and let's see. You know, some good ratings. I have a feeling I'm about to get um, bombarded again with one-star ratings. But, you know, it is what it is, girls. This squeaky chair, we are... I have to get a new chair. One, it's not comfortable, and two, the squeaking is driving me out of my mind. Where do we even begin with this tonight? Um, I think we all know that there's some something we need to discuss. <laughs> um, so, I guess let's, you know, first of all, Let's have a funeral. I think we need to have a funeral. Here lies the last flying fuck that I give from some fucking 15-year-old child with a private Instagram account, with a profile photo that is an anime character, misspelling words while they're trying to read me on Instagram. All because, okay, well, that's, let's, okay, here we go. Let's debut our new sound effect first, girls, because this, I guess we're going official on the record with everything because you know, I've said, I've, I've... I said what I said. The past few weeks. I've, I haven't been shy about it. You know, I'm not saying shh, no one tell Tina. No one tell Tina her package sucked because she fucking should know it. Um, but apparently, you know, I, this is going to be a long, drawn-out story for those of you that haven't seen it. So let's just first introduce our new... Our new sound effect button, I'm going to be using this a lot because I want people to understand that this is just my opinion. That's my opinion! <laughs> Girl. That's my opinion! That's my opinion! I literally feel like I have to scream that. Ugh, because... 
what was it, Saturday night? Yesterday? Saturday night, all of a sudden, you know, I was working on an organizing product project, and then I got to back up to White Plains from the city, and I looked at my Instagram, and there was just, like, this nasty comment on my picture, and I immediately, you know me, snapped back. Um, I was like, what the fuck is this about? And then I, because I look at my comments and likes before I look at my DMs. So then I looked at my DMs and saw that Tina had tagged me three times. Um, when I clicked on it, it was, uh, the background was a clip of me from my show on Thursday night. And it was obviously where I was talking about that I thought that Tina Burner's package was garbage. And that... I thought that the girls were being fake because everyone that's like, oh my God, Tina didn't deserve to go home. Like, come on. If that, if anyone else, if Simone had worn all that, they would have dragged her. If Utica would have worn all that, they would have dragged her. Like, it wasn't, you didn't show well, girl. You made it to the pony show, but you didn't show well. Let me, let me use the pit. That's my opinion! And basically it's everyone else's that has a fucking set of eyes because this is where shit's going to start getting me crazy because Trixie Mattel has gone into a on YouTube with the wow presents um pit stop and dragged Tina weekly far worse than I have this sound effect came from that rotted gutted that's basic tired rotted gutted basic tired was Trixie Mattel describing Tina in four words. Now, where's Tina posting about that? I can tell you where. Nowhere, because she's a pussy and can't handle it if Trixie Mattel's fans came after her. So, oh, wait. That's my opinion! Because here's what Tina's going to do. She's going to see that it's me. And she's going to post it. And then what the kicker was, was she posted me talking shit about her to her 1,005 followers. Or not 1,005. Well, I mean, that's what it should be and what it kind of is. Um, She is the least followed queen from season 13. Um, Her 105,000 followers on her Instagram. You know, great. You have, that's a lovely fucking group of people. 105,000 is not anything to scoff at. Girl, I'm at 10.5, so, like, who am I? She knew, in posting what she posted, that they were gonna come at me. It's just, we know how toxic the Drag Race fandom is. That's my opinion! I said what I said. And she knew, in posting it, that that's what the reaction was gonna be. So immediately I was at dinner with my husband and my father and I literally had to put my phone on the other side of the table because if I pulled down on Instagram, it refreshed. My photo went from 10 comments to 125 of people just hating me. (laughs) You're ugly, you're trash, you're toxic, you're negative, you're mean. Let me make this very clear. And this is not my opinion. This is a fact. I'm not here to be liked by you. Period. I don't need Hannah in her parents' house in her little room with her Lisa Frank little note cards and pencils listening with her AirPods to like me. Fuck off, Hannah. 
I'm not on Drag Race. I haven't auditioned for Drag Race in four years. I don't fucking care. You know what I care about? The hypocrisy. You're going to post this and then have hashtags spread love, spread kindness, let's come together, let's do better, but you just did, you knew what this was going to do. Um, and listen, someone's going to listen to this and tell her, like, the, I'm not dumb. This is an open podcast. You want to have a conversation? Let's have it. Because I'm here. I'm not afraid of you. I tagged you in 15 things yesterday. And you decided to watch the Tina documentary. So did I. It was nice seeing a Tina with talent for a second. Okay, that was me. <laughs> That's my opinion! <laughs> oh my god. That one was me. See, what happens is I get in my feelings. And then, like, I'm sorry. I'm not above responding to 12-year-olds on Instagram. I'm not. Like, one of them was like, meh. Girl, I wrote back, what the fuck do you think? You're some supermodel? I mean, my God. Half of these kids would get drove by by pedophiles. They wouldn't stop. <laughs> like, freckle face Hannah, fuck off. And like, here's the thing. Like, I'm many things. I am... Rotted. Gutted. That's... Basic. Good. Tired. I am toxic. I am messy as fuck. I will say shit just to get a rise out of people. But this isn't new. And Tina knows this with me. me I've done this with Tina. And I'm not going to go places I could go. But I've been on the phone with Tina about Drag Race. <clears throat> before and after she got back. Um, you know, I've heard what she said about her sisters. Yeah. Hi. Um... I can scroll through my text messages with her that go span back years. I've sat in dressing rooms with Tina. Like, you don't want to do it. I said what I said. Because you can't portray this, oh, spread kindness, when your shows consist of you reading your entire audience over and over and over. People are ugly. People are that. Girl, fuck off. You're all fun and games. I hate people that are all fun and games. I'm not even going to just direct this to her. I hate people that are all fun and games until it comes to them. Here's the thing. If I did audition for Drag Race and got on and went there, I would know that I am opening myself up to critiques from strangers, from my peers. And you know what? That's part of the territory. Maddox and I started reviewing Drag Race on season four. And I heard that there was a little Drag Race cast group that would post it every week and then they would talk about me and Maddox and that apparently on seasons five and I believe six, they were talking to production and casting not to cast me because Sharon had an issue with all the things I said about her in the reviews. I don't know if that's true, but like this isn't new. I'm not new to sitting here and reviewing Drag Race with the girls. It's something I love. I'm in this industry. I'm in this field. I put Tina in drag the first fucking time she did it. Sorry. I said what I said. Um, but like, I'm here. You want to have a conversation? Let's go. Because 
I want to understand how it's okay for you to do this shit in private, do it in dressing rooms, do it in text, do it on the phone, but, like, I'm just me. I'm 100%. I say it on shows, I say it on this podcast, I say it to my friends. I've said on this show, there is nothing I've said that I would not say to Tina's face. Now, let's rewind. I posted a status saying controversial um, opinion. Tina wasn't great, blah, 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 blah. Tina wrote on it and was like, oh, girl, what's the point of this? And I took it down because you know what? At the end of the day, Tina was someone I consider a friend. And I didn't want to have hurt her feelings because I felt like she didn't get what I said. What I was saying in what I, I mean, I said what I said first. I said your pa- your package was garbage. That is my opinion, and I'm not changing it. I don't think you showed one thing well. One. Not one. Girl, you went on the fucking main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race with a shake-and-go, uneven, party city plastic bob. Fuck off. Um... But, you know, I think she misunderstood that what I was saying was the girls were just being kind because it was her. I also can take into account that that might hurt her feelings. So, you know what I did? I took it down. And I texted her and I said, sorry, sis. Took it down. Didn't mean to be part of the hate. Seriously. Because, you know what? It was right after it happened. I said on this podcast, I can't imagine how she's feeling. You know, bad, bad timing. Maybe I didn't need to write a post. Maybe it can just be in the shows and whatnot. And if she hears it, she hears it. If not, who cares? Um, I then followed it up. Well, I will also say this. It didn't come from a place of hate. It's more so watching people not be real. I can't break it down any farther than that for you, Brenda. Not Brenda Darling, just a Brenda in the world. Brenda Hannah. With that said, I couldn't be more happy that you're achieving your dreams. And you know that comes from a place of love. I mean that with my heart. Tina wanted Comedy Queen. She won it. Tina's wanted to get on Drag Race. She got it. Congratulations! That's me saying, I'm happy to see my friend achieving their dreams. But in that, I don't think you did great. But you still got there. You still got these opportunities. Congratulations! Um, I said, also, your new video is fire. And your finale costume was beautiful. I did like her new video. I did like her finale costume. I truly hope you're not as mad. I hope you aren't mad as you know I have nothing but love for you and took it down for that exact reason. Be well, sis. And all of that is true. I can read that. She can post as many screenshots of it as she wants. I stand by everything I said in that. Nowhere in anything have I said, I take back what I said about your presentation on Drag Race. Because here comes the sound effect. That's my opinion! It sucked. This has been literally 15 minutes and 24 seconds of me saying that Tina Burner's Drag Race pageant sucked. Um, But it goes to the next level when you know that you have such a huge following and you're going to post something and then what she did was throw it out there and then back off. Uh, I mean... Go for it. We had a pro- we had a little tiny conversation over Instagram last night when I was tagging her and everything because sorry, but 
You want to play tag? Let's play tag, bitch. Freeze tag, red light, green light, let's play tag. Um, you know, I'm trying to find it. I have to scroll through hundreds of DMs currently. Um, let's see. I said, girl, we read each other and you're taking it to heart. Enough. Whatever. It's not a mean place and I don't want to go in. I don't have to go and defend that. You posting this and knowing people will come after me because you know the fandom is the exact thing you're saying do better at. Great job. Be well. Enjoy. That's when I posted, let's count the comments and messages I get from Tina Burner fans as she preaches about doing better. Hypocrisy at its finest. She said, there's reading and there's just being hateful. You know that. You literally did the right thing by taking it down, yet proceeded to just trash me. I don't understand it considering we are close. It's not a read when it's plain hate. Also, so it makes it okay for you to trash me to all your followers, I guess. I've said nothing about you, and I wouldn't because of the history we have. It's tasteless. And I said, it is what it is, girl. It's out there now, so it'll be what it'll be. Like I said, no harm was meant, and it was just me being messy and shady. I have nothing to hide here. So, at the end of the day, what this comes down to is, oh, have your opinion to be messy. Anytime there's any sort of mess or nonsense in New York City drag, this queen calls me and asks me what's going on. There's a list of you that do it. Ooh, girl, what's going on? What's the hot tea? What's the 411 film mama in? But the minute it's about you, you're a fucking pussy and can't take it. Maybe you're just finally feeling that burn you were asking for. Maybe because someone that is your friend told you instead of giving... I'm not a yes person. I'm not going to yes my friend. If Tina and I were close enough that she would have asked me about some of those things, should I do this on Drag Race? No. You got a backup? Like, that's who I am. And I'm not going to stop being me for you. That's for damn sure. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't think there's too much more about this to say. My, I, when I tell you, it is 9.26 on Sunday night, and my f DMs are still filling. You know, I get five or six an hour. I'm going to look at my comments. In the past 30 minutes, there's been five. <laughs> but I will tell you this. The photo that they're all commenting on only had 100 likes before she posted it. Now it has 400. Thanks, Tina. Thanks for driving people to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for driving people to see, to watch me. Ugh, girl, it's just a mess. Um, I don't even feel like plugging anything in this. Like, it's just not even... That moment. You know the tea. If you want some Mingle Girl, you go to Mingle.com, use code 10Hardcore. May I've, I've like, haven't had Mingle in my house in a minute. I need to reach out and get some more because I love it, but I blew through nine bottles of it. <laughs> um, also, I need to, you know, I'm going to talk with Gay Pride Apparel. We wanted to do something merch-wise, so I want to do a Hardcore Honest Tea tea. Shirt. So I might have my friend Tommy do some art and, you know, we'll work on getting something out. Um, you know, I'm just, I literally just happened to look at this and it's a fucking account that's block locked with 
um, one post and 70 followers just saying that I have a horrible life, no class, no talent, I'm ugly. I mean, <laughs> and like, let's be really clear. I don't take any of this to heart, which is also why I have no problem writing these people back. Because I also, like, for a second, I was like, oh, girl, these are, some of these are, I mean, there was a legitimate 15-year-old child reading me. And for a minute, I was like, oh, girl, it's not worth it. And then I was like, no, you want to act like a fucking adult? Let's act like adults. <laughs> you want to come sit at the big girl's table and read, bitch? Well, hold on to your fucking illy, ill-placed <laughs> fake eyelashes, girl, because... Hold on to something heavy, and I'm not just talking about you, bitch. Um, great. Now I'm fat shaming. That's my opinion! <laughs> I'm fat shaming as my way of dealing with this for the past 40, 24 hours of hell has been I ate five mini Krispy Kremes today and 24 donut holes while on a diet. I really took Sunday cheat day to another level today. Um, but you know... I'm not someone that can, is going to sit in these messages and get upset about it. Like, I didn't become, like, depressed. and <laughs> What gets me is if you're going to read me, have something good. Don't come for my makeup because, quite honestly, I have some of the best makeup in New York. And that's just me. Weep, beep, beep, toot, toot. And especially if you're going to defend someone whose makeup is fucking dismal in comparison to mine, I could do what she does with one makeup brush. And you're going to come and try and read me? And you're going to try and read my hairlines? At least I have a fucking hairline. <laughs> Girl, and some of these busted fucking children and wigs... Like, I get it. Drag's a safe place for everyone, but... As my friend Lady Bunny said, you can paint a brick, it's still a brick. <laughs> you can put a wig on a pig, but it's still a pig in a wig. <laughs> oh my god, girl. It reminds me of the last, uh, during World Pride, when we did an event for a um, brand, I'm not going to say who it was, and we worked with that... Um, toddler drag queen Desmond. Oh my god. <laughs> that, you know what, let me write that down. That's gonna be $20 um that's gonna be the $20 Patreon. Oh my god, you know what's funny about that gig? Tina got me that gig. <laughs> that was a fun gig. Tina got it for me. It was so fun to get to sound check and then have to sit there for five hours before we did anything. <laughs> In drag. No, it was fine. You know, and that's what's weird about this. Like, Tina and I are friends and we're friendly and, you know, we go back and forth and we read each other. I invited her to do my roast on Fire Island. Like, I, I don't know. I just thought... You can take it. I guess not. Now I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, so that's been my last 24 hours. I don't, you know, I was watching the Tina documentary last night, and then I had to go to AA. 
so I haven't finished it, but I w will talk about that. I need to, like, start it from the beginning, because I was just clearly not in the mindset to watch it last night. I'm doing a um, really big client for Simplify, and, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I worked, you know, that's a weekend for those of us with nine-to-fives, and I worked 14 hours in their apartment in those three days, so... Like, when I tell you guys that I run myself full, I do. Like, even my husband tonight was like, babe, if you're that tired, like, you don't have to, like, can you miss your AA meeting? Can you take it upstairs? And, like, I could. I could get in bed and do it, but I'm going to fall asleep. And, like, I'm recording this, and it's 9.30. My meeting starts in a half hour. Like, I can just push it. I just, I sometimes fill my schedule to the point of, like... Whoa. And, like, I in there, I have AA, and I have doing the podcast and doing the Patreon. Like, at some point tomorrow, I have to record the top-tier Patreon, which is, an, you know, 35, 40 minutes to an hour. And let me tell you something. We're going to talk about Desmond, and, you know, I might go a little bit deeper into this because, bitch, I'm trying to play real pleasant. That's my opinion! Because... I can't handle it. I can't deal with it. I mean, I can. And I also think the best thing is, like, I would love to see her DMs and, like, the girls that are reaching out to her because the Drag Race alumni reaching out to me that's saying, no lies detected. <laughs> and it's not just one little blue check showing up in my DMs doll. She's getting those blue checks popping up left and right. Because, to put it quite frankly, it wasn't great. I think in Tudor Boot, she got one toot the whole season. The rest were boots from... Uh, I can't. It's not for me to... I shouldn't have an opinion. I also love, like, the kids coming to read me about reading others for doing drag. They're like, don't, who are you to talk about it? Um, someone that's been doing it longer than Tina. And people are like, this is, oh, this is what I wanted to really get into, because I almost forgot this. The people saying I'm jealous, let, let's get one thing really clear. I'm not jealous at all. Would I do Drag Race if the opportunity presented itself and it was the right time in my life and all of that? Yes. Would I like that opportunity? Yeah. Am I actively pursuing that? No. Do I have things that I doubt she will ever achieve? Yes. And at the end of the day, I'm not jealous. I'm a very well-known, self-made drag queen who did this without the machine that is Drag Race. I've been a part of a very large YouTube review series that for the first six, seven years of Drag Race was really well received and was one of the number one reviews, review shows. Uh, you know, I've just been able to keep a name and I didn't need the machine. And I'm able to do things like this. 
and have my Instagram account and my stories and like when I feel like throwing a YouTube video up, like I'm able to use all these different mediums and it doesn't get five views because I'm pretty sure I logged into some of some people's shows over quarantine and they only had four people watching them right before they got on a national television show. Funny, I'm not on a TV show and I normally have no less than 40. But that's not also not an opinion. That's a fact. And I'm not going to fucking point it. Play the sound effect. But I also do have screenshots. <laughs> we all know she's the screenshot monster girl. I've told my best friend, girl, if I die somewhere in a ditch or however I die, get this phone and <laughs> get rid of the screenshots. Because I can take down half of New York City nightlife with my phone. Girl, fuck breaking into the cloud. Break into this. Um, other than that, it's been a... <laughs> other than that, it's been an uneventful week. You know, like I said, just working. Drag Race was on um, Friday, and let's talk about it. Because, you know, I was dealing with the other shit. I will say, thank God we didn't have to see Tina in the roast. Because I've done a roast with Tina. I did Bianca's roast with Tina. And the way that she bombed, it was, I don't even, I can't even, I, there's so many things I could say, but, like, we're in 2021 and I don't know what's appropriate. But, like, I truly wanted, I don't know, let's not make bomb jokes. <laughs> it was bad enough that we should have called a bomb threat. Like, that's, like, that's how bad it was. Um, so, I'm glad we didn't have to sit through that because Simone was uncomfortable enough and I just think we're at the point where, like, we're really seeing front runners come through. And, like, we've known Simone's been done, been a um, front runner. And I don't think that there was a chance that Utica was sending Simone home. So I think that's kind of a defeating moment for you. That has to be a defeating feeling when you know that there's a favorite. And Simone is a favorite. And, um, so is Mick, and Rosé is slowly becoming one. I think the top four is gonna end up being, um, you know what, let's, let's make this my, let's make this my prediction for top four. Oh god, not that. I said what I said! I think my top four is going to be Simone, Mick, Rosé, and Candy. I think Candy's going to definitely end up making the four. Hi, babe. You know who's not going to be in the top four? Who? Tina Burner! <laughs> oh, my girls that took me out <laughs> and for those of you that like have seen i record this in my like work from home office and he said that through a broken door in our <laughs> through a broken glass pane in our door <laughs> it was like the shining 
That was so shady. I live for every part of it. But you know what? I want everyone to just know that's not his opinion. That's a fact. Tina Burner will not be in the top four of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, but I do believe it's going to be Simone, Gottmik, Rosé, and Candy. Because who else is left other than them? I can't even remember. There's two more. And my brain is just completely blank. Oh my god, I can't... I, oh, oh, Olivia! Mm, maybe Olivia will beat Rosé. No, I'm going to say... I'm going to stick with what I... Okay. I'm, I said what I said. I said what I said. That's my top four. Um, this... I, I want to talk about Utica as a... Um, in general statement... And my, I've really struggled with this feeling with her um, because I understand wanting to make sure you're not offending people. No, I don't. <laughs> um, I don't care if I offend people um, in ways like I offended Tina. I don't want to offend groups of people by being insensitive. That's what I don't want to do. Um, I don't, I would, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have been comfortable being in a BAPS outfit. Um, you know, I think that if I ever got on Drag Race, the shit that people could probably dig up of me is not great. But, you know, I've also grown and matured and learned and had conversation and taken time to fully educate myself in conversation with people of different um, backgrounds and people that are diverse from myself and, you know... Um, I can understand being trepidatious. Woo! Trepidatious! Yes! S-A-T word. Trepa-fucking-dacious. Um, watch me be totally using it wrong. <laughs> I can understand being trepidatious, um, to offend people. The, all of a sudden, though, Utica in these... When she was making the comment she said to Lonnie Love about, like, whales and orcas, and they were like, Mama, you might not want to do that. And then when she did it to Nina, and then... here, See, here's where y'all got me a little... Got a little twisted. When she said, RuPaul, you are a fashion icon from head to toe, stand up. Yes, honey. She would have got the standing O from me. Because that shit's fucking funny. And for those of you that don't know why she said that, it's because Rue sits behind the desk with sneakers, or with, like, sweatpants and slippers on. <laughs> Girl, it was such a read, and it was so good, because that's what a roast is to me. No holds bar. Everything's off the table. Let's fucking go. Like, when I did my roast for my 10 years at the Ice Palace, I knew what was coming at me. Drug jokes, escort jokes, alcoholic jokes. Like, and it's all true. <laughs> that was no one's opinion, bitch. Those were facts, honey. Um... And, like, that's, you. when you do a roast, you have to be ready to just, like, take it on the chin and give it back. And, like, I think 
the way that it was edited made people more upset with Utica because even in the judges' critiques, they weren't mad at Utica. They didn't say, how dare you have said that to Rue, la, 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 la. Like, Michelle talking to her in What You Packin', like, it wasn't, like, a source of contention. Which goes to show you how editing sound behind the, the sound, this sound, can change a scene's perception and how it's perceived by us, the audience. And I think this was just a really great um, example of that happening. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought that Utica getting flipped off by RuPaul was one of the best moments of my life because you truly just saw the machine like get a like when you see those um what are they called like in a clock like the little things that like move each other the dials no 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 the mechanical pieces it was like the you you saw um a piece you saw a piece of the machine freeze for a second because RuPaul has an earpiece in. All of the things that are set on the runway, I believe, are written by comedy writers. Um, you know, they all have earpieces in. They're getting fed shit to say. Michelle is Rue's mouthpiece. Um, you know, it was just like you saw. It was real. And, um... Seeing as, um, you know, I knew this was coming because a phone call I had with a certain Drag Race Season 13 contestant, she said that Utica was really not nice and this and that and other and kind of read the dog shit out of her and told me that I would see it if they portrayed it right in the show. I wonder who said that. That's my opinion! Um, <laughs> girl, fuck her. Um, so I think it was time for you to kind of go. I'm trying to see who's fucking left. <laughs> Let's see. And then I'll make my predictions of who goes next. Um. Oh, God, I feel like I'm going to shit myself. I feel the bathroom so bad. They're all left. She's still there. She's still there. She's still there. Who is... Girl, who is still on this show? Hold on now. She's gone. She's gone. She's gone. What the fuck? Why am I having such a difficult time with this? I don't want to, like, sit here and try and figure out who's still on the show because it's annoying. All right, I'm just babbling at this point. Fuck it. Let's wrap it up, girls. This has been another episode of Hardcore Honesty with me, Logan Hardcore, also known as Logan Slaughter. Please feel free to give us five stars on Apple and leave a little review. I would greatly appreciate it because I have a feeling I'm going to get bombed again with one star. People just burning me up. I'm burning up for your fucking love. Much love always. And don't forget, her package was rotted. Her package was... Rotted. Gutted. That's... Basic. That's tired. And that's not only Trixie Mattel's, but it's also my... That's my